hello hello welcome back and uh, so today we are chit-chatting with a very interesting guest who has very particular and somewhat peculiar hobbies and we are talking about health for the next few episodes we are chit-chatting just getting each other's opinions and um asking him how he knows certain plants and herbs and things like that so we are not medical professionals if you disagree that is totally fine we just we just hanging out and talking so thank y'all so much for checking out the episode and let's get into the show y'all welcome back to the quality cup life podcast i have a guest today one he's technically not a guest anymore he's been on enough for you to uh recognize his voice if you have consumed enough episodes but anyway so uh the theme that we have is health and so i brought this man this the man that be on it all in the bushes and in the woods and has all the herbs and and all the things <laughs> and uh he is super knowledgeable about this stuff and i really think he's a very super fascinating guy and so we talking to Jalen today What's up, Jalen? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Nice. I'm glad to be here. You feeling all right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's hot, but I'm okay. It's, it's, it's roasting out here. And Stefan, how are you feeling today? Doing phenomenal as always. Okay. Phenomenal as always. I like it. I like it. Oh, and y'all, just to let y'all know if y'all hear people in the back, it's aunties over there. So, Jalen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I'm from Orangeburg, South Carolina. Orangeburg and Bamberg, those are places that I claim, you know. Mm -hmm. I've been, I was born in Orangeburg, then I went back to Bamberg until like four, mm -hmm. and then I moved back to Orangeburg. So Bamberg and Orangeburg are places that have raised me. Mm -hmm. um, I have been doing plant work for, at least since I was seven years old. I used to like eat the fruits that used to um, be wild into the area. And then I would also, um, I would also use some. Mom would tell me how to use some of those, how they use some of them growing up. Um, I kind of abandoned it for a little bit, mm -hmm. for a long time. So I think that's what, like, growing up, you find other things that you are interested in doing. Yeah, for sure. So, like, cooking was one. Mm -hmm. So that's how I went going to culinary school and everything. Um, I went to the culinary school, Johnson Wells, mm -hmm. for four years in Charlotte, North Carolina. And with that, um, I was able to kind of sharpen my skills. I always loved the herbs, mm -hmm. always. So mm -hmm. when it came to that in class, I always knew we would have this um, a herb day. Mm -hmm. And you would have to point out herbs that you just know. Oh, I always won. Cool. I always won mm -hmm. for that reason. That's what kind of made me love food, mm -hmm. how to flavor it, how to manipulate it with herbs. But then I kind of started to realize I didn't want to do the culinary life. Mm -hmm. Still had love for the earth, so I just started to just go back to what I was used to at mm -hmm. home. It wasn't until 2020, yeah, mm -hmm. when I was living in Charlotte, when the pandemic came. So that's when I moved. Mm -hmm. I moved to Columbia. And that's when I started to get myself familiar with the herbs. I had a job that was right next to my house. Mm -hmm. So I would walk there, I would take a little cut, and that's how I remember mm -hmm. some of these plants that I started to see. Okay. And during the seasons, it would change, some mm -hmm. would die off, and you have more that would emerge from the ground. So I remember those things, and it kind of brought me back into um, 
that wildlife, I guess, or yeah. that life of um, self-sustainability. Mm -hmm. So okay. that's what I practice. I try to always practice how to do for myself. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, if we have another pandemic, hey. That was my biggest worry. When we have another pandemic, what am I going to do? Yeah. I just found out that my fiance was pregnant. So we was moving, transitioning, because we didn't want to raise our child in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. So oh, that was a no for you? That was a, <laughs> mm, that was a no. It was more than a no. Uh -huh. But because um, Charlotte's had a lot of crime going on. I didn't know that. And a lot of um, human trafficking. They're very big on that. That makes sense. I was, I was going to say I don't know that, but a lot, of city, a lot of bigger cities tend to have a lot of human trafficking going on. And those highways are just circles on top mm -hmm. of circles, on top of circles. And you can easily just blend in with another car and get on the highway and you're gone. Hit an exit, mm -hmm. hit another exit, you're mm -hmm. gone. So I got tired of that. I actually had, I was almost victim of that. Somebody tried to take me. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I decided it was time to go. The violent, uh, the life there was violent and it was just too much. And I noticed they didn't have a lot of trees. Not yeah. like we do in South Carolina. Yeah. The trees bring you oxygen. Yeah. So, like in places like New York, too, mm -hmm. I'm probably going off topic. No, but <laughs> they don't have a lot of trees. They don't, so you're not able to get a lot of oxygen to the brain. It's very scarce, mm -hmm. which is why a lot of them are, you know, crazier. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an imbalance. Like, um, I think breathing sometimes. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It's, a, it's a real um, imbalance mm -hmm. with. I'm plenty thing. What I meant to say was, um, like the air is a little more toxic, it's less clean. Very much so. Especially and they have to breathe that. Yeah, the industrial stuff going on, all the cars and all the plants and, and things, like the, the industrial plants, not like plant plants. Mm -hmm. And some what were born there, they just, they've been breathing that since day one. Yeah. So I just noticed I need to be back home mm -hmm. where the air is more fresh, yeah. where everything is more fresh. I think when the when the shutdown first happened, we all went out to the country. My dad lives in the country, and my grandma, even my grandma, was like, "The air is cleaner out here." It like, and my grandma don't live in like the city city, but she lives here. But um, she was like, "Yeah, the air is even cleaner. The air is fresher out here and stuff like that." And I was like, "You know, I never noticed that." I always said, "When it's time, when the world get crazy, catch me where the Spanish moss grow, because mm -hmm. that's where they grow in clean air." Mm -hmm. So that's how I know I'm in clean air when I see Spanish. So how you know that though? Well, I know a lot of native knowledge. I used mm -hmm. study on, like a lot of native knowledge and then the elders be passing on things. And when they do, they just be talking, just yeah. passing on things. And I be Listen, yep. writing it in my notes on my phone on a mm -hmm. piece of paper. I gotta write it on a napkin. Mm -hmm. I will. <laughs> the napkin be all crumbling. I'm passing it on, holding it for dear life. Because mm -hmm. it's knowledge, yeah. it's information. Yeah. So I'm a hoarder of information, mm -hmm. sadly, but yes, that's who I am. I like different things. I like, I have a wide variety of food mm -hmm. that I like to eat. Some of it I can't even find in the store. I have to go out here and get it. Mm -hmm. This man be out in, in the forest, in the bushes, picking, and picking stuff and up trees and all kind of stuff. Up tree high, I go down <laughs> by the water side, I go up the hills for what I need, you know? I do it, I do it in the daytime, I do it in the morning, especially. Mm -hmm. And if a certain, like in the wintertime, mm -hmm. I go at night, mm -hmm. pitch black, dark, okay. with a cell phone for light, <laughs> picking, looking for things, mm -hmm. do what I need. 
um, which can be a trouble because sometimes you run into deers or have their babies during that time or they're mating until they get very aggressive. I didn't know They that. hiss. Deers hiss? Deers hiss like snakes. That's Creep me out when yeah. I first heard that. I tell you that. Oh, it was right there in front of you? Oh, yeah, it was, it was right behind me. I get so up close to these things. I had plenty of time when they tried to run and jump at me because they came out of the Maypop bushes eating on the Maypops in the morning time. And they heard my footsteps. They heard me talking on the camera and stuff. So they got afraid and they ran. That's crazy. I never I never knew they they hit so they get aggressive. But he, Cause usually I just see them run away if they see you They know, play people. like children, mm -hmm. the babies. Yeah. They'll play tag. They'll, They'll sniff or, you know, like, like sniff or t bite at each other's tail mm -hmm. and run off and the other one chase <laughs> after them. And I, I get to see all of that. Mm -hmm. And it just bring me a different perspective into life. Yeah. Like they're children, just like some of us, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. So when I see a lot of different programs like saving them or protecting them, mm -hmm. I understand it because I'm there. So yeah, that's me. For sure. So what? So what kind of like what kind of stuff do you forage for? What What's your favorite things to go out there and, My and look for? My favorite thing to go forage is I love foraging cheney root, cocoa mecca cheney root. I love to forage for it because it takes a long time to get it. It's in like Jamaicans, I say it's in the ginger family, but it's like big rhinestones, huge rhinestones. I even see some of the um saplings back here but they grow and when you dig it up you get the first part the first layer all right you get the first layer and then when you dig it to the bottom the older ones come the first layer is always white looking the older layer is brown they get very red but they're very heavy to pick up it's like picking it up for sometimes it can weigh over 100 plus pounds and I have it in big bag, carrying it. Mm -hmm. And I only weigh about 150 on a good day, mm -hmm. 147 on a normal one. Mm -hmm. So I'll carry a lot of herbs but weigh more than me. Mm -hmm. But this herb is about iron. It has the highest amount of iron in any plant mm -hmm. outside of its cousin, the sarsaparilla being number one. Mm -hmm. It's good for back pain, pain in the body in general. It's a good aphrodisiac. So a lot of people in the country parts of Jamaica, they'll call them um, bedroom bully. It's the name of the herb, that's what they call it. Or they make a, a tonic called bedroom bully. Uh -huh. And this is the main star in it. Mm -hmm. Because it's good for um, having children. Mm -hmm. Keeping so, you good and fertile. Yes, it does. It keeps so, the So where do you happen to find all this? Like you found all this yourself? I found all of it myself. Oh, wow. That's I have huge bins at the house full of it. I grind it up some time and I season it in my food. Mm -hmm. I make a nice stew or so, I put it in there. Mm -hmm. um, even for like, I would grind up and just put it like for tea. Mm -hmm. So that way I can consume everything, not just the juice. Mm -hmm. so it can be more effective that way. Okay. Um, it's also good for bedwetters. Babies will, you know, wet mm -hmm. the bed and stuff. And it brings smart children, very intelligent children, because the plant itself is intelligent. Mm -hmm. When I mean that, I mean to be graphic or to be honest and blunt, you know, blunt with it. You don't have to um, go through ejaculation to have a baby with this one. They'll, the elders will tell you it make your swimmer swim. So just pre-ejaculation, before you can even get to that, you'll have a 
you can bring a child into this world. So you gotta, I tell you all the time, you want this earth, be careful, <laughs> be careful. Um, I have helped people mm -hmm. who were infertile and who lost a child mm -hmm. with this right here. And now they have a child that is coming to this world. So how do you spell that? What's, it, what's the name of it again? Cheney Root, Coco Mecca Cheney Root, C-O-C-O-L-M-E-C-A. Coco Mecca. Yeah, that's right. Coco Mecca Cheney Root, C-O-C-O-L-M-E-C-A. Chaney, C-H-A-N-E-Y, root, R-O-O-T. <laughs> this is like my favorite herb. It gives you energy. It's an appetite suppressant too. So if you have a um, fasting, a lot of people will fast, have a main issue because they forget about the necessary minerals that our body needs. Mm -hmm. So you can do without corn, you can do without rice, you know, but you need to have iron. That's one of the most important ones. Iron, potassium, copper, um, calcium. But this one, magnesium. But this one is high in iron. So you can fast for a couple of days and just drink this. Yeah, I ain't doing that, but I feel you. you know? Well, I have done it, and I have, with people who need to like cleanse certain yeah. things, like if they have like pancreatitis or so, mm -hmm. they may have to cleanse their body. Or if they have colon issues, they gotta cleanse their whole colon. Oh, maybe I didn't. Because I, you know, my colon over colon is like that. You know, and this helps, it t helps with the colon. Mm -hmm. It's very good. It's for the digestive system. Mm -hmm. um, this is one of my favorite ones to go gather. The other one I like is Life Everlasting. I didn't bring none with me today, but it's my favorite plant, mm -hmm. you know, in the world. This one is my favorite root in the world. Mm -hmm. The life of Alaskan, I get it around October, December, early part of December time. Mm -hmm. October, November, early part of December. But that one there is for respiratory. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good for um, the immune system. It's uh, anti-aging, just like this is anti-aging. Mm -hmm. So those two, are, it allows you to one, look beautiful for mm -hmm. a long time. Or if you don't look beautiful, you just look how you are for a long time. <laughs> and it allows you to also um, live long mm -hmm. in a name, Life Everlasting. Is that for a plethora of reasons. So it's good for, you know, helping you um, live long mm -hmm. and then stay on the shelf long. Okay. So it's everlasting. It can be used for a long time. It can um, be in storage for a long time. As long as it's kept in a place that's dark and dry, you know, mm -hmm. dark, dry, cool place. It can last for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones there. And you can, I give it to my, my son, I give it to my babies. When they were one month, I started giving it to them. When my son had to go to the hospital for a hernia procedure, I had him drink that nonstop so that way it can be a shield for his body. Hmm. And even when he got home, he drank some more. So that is one of my favorite ones. COVID can't exist, you know, it can't exist in the body with this plant right here. It's, it's just like a shield, you know, that and the dandelion greens. Okay, so I, see, I know, I know about the dandelion, that coconut, I don't, I ain't never heard of that one, but I'm with you with the dandelion. Cause people go all the way to Jamaica and Honduras to get the herb and I'm just like, it grows here. Mm -hmm. And it's probably maybe in a better I don't want to say this. They'd be like, uh-uh, they'd be ready to fight. But it may be in a better um, state of medicinal property because it's not tampered with as much, mm -hmm. you know? 
people don't know about it. Mm -hmm. People cut it. I was back home and there was a lady who lived a couple of doors down from me. And she and her people, they cut it down when they was cutting the grass and they just threw it alongside the trash. I said, she is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I took it with me because they don't realize it. Yeah. It grows in a lot of impoverished areas. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to it by just saying that the Most High brings us all the, everything we need. Mm -hmm. It grows in our house or on, around our house and we just cut the grass. We put Roundup, you know, to get rid of it, which will give you cancer. Roundup will give you cancer. But everything we need basically grows for us. Mm -hmm. So that is my two favorites mm -hmm. right there. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, everything kind of has to grow for us, for us to even exist here in the first place. I think, yeah, it's just you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. I definitely wouldn't know uh, if I saw it. I know what a dandelion looks like. Um, but some other stuff, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know a thing. <laughs> See, it's, it's kind of like I've been in the bushes all my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I really say bush man because not the, a bush of medicine man, which I use interchangeably, but I, I say that not to like, for advertisement, but that's just who I am. Climbing up trees and stuff. I've been doing that since I was young and now you think I'd grow out of it, 27, three years shy of 30, but I'm still in the Trees like that. If it was something I need, I would go up that tree. Oh, he tripping. Y'all should see the tree. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I don't mind. It's an angel oak tree. And yeah, I don't mind. Mm -hmm. um, I mind. That's just me. <laughs> and it's hard to say what's my favorite herbs. I'll tell you like one, but I'm thinking about seasons. But different seasons, I have different things I like. Springtime, I love the flowers. I love the fruits. Mm -hmm. Like the, the chera, chickasaw plums. You know, in the fall, you have the the persimmons. Okay, I know what those are. Yeah, very good. They're like, those are the orange ones, right? They yeah, orange? Yeah, yeah, okay. I never heard of until I worked at this uh, health food grocery store. People were like, yeah, they're good. They taste like, I forgot what they told me it tastes like. Why? Right? They look almost like uh, tomatoes. Yeah, yeah but yeah. see, the ones that I get are this small. And the other ones are even smaller that I get. Because in nature, a lot of things grow smaller, unless you're talking about like tubers and roots. They can go to any size. Mm -hmm. But the fruits that we have are very small. Nature gives us in quantities, but we have grown to be very greedy mm -hmm. in life, you know. I tell you yesterday, an elder told me like we wanted our grits and like we had our grits in what took twenty to twenty five minutes. Y'all get showers in five minutes with or the instant grits. Or less. <laughs> you know, we want ours now. We demand it now. Yeah. High demand. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think. I mean, it makes sense if you got a lot of people in one area because everybody wants to be in this popular area. You kind of, I don't want to say have to, but you kind of end up trying to make the production more so that way everybody can get fed or whatever. So it, it makes sense. It's just kind of rough when you start to manipulate, you know, nature. That's the only thing. When you manipulate nature so that you can get a mass production, you start to, you see a lot of health de declines, you know, mm -hmm. because of the stuff they're using, the preservatives yeah. and things like that processed foods it just make it bad yeah for sure for sure and then everybody's like um i mean we in south carolina so it's not really the fast life like that but i think in south carolina we'd be lying to ourselves and acting like we in the fast life we ain't got time we got to mm -hmm. pull off the mcdonald's get the baby chicken the uh what's it called happy meal every day we're gonna hit mcdonald's taco bell tomorrow burger king the next day we're gonna hit kfc after that then we're gonna go back to mcdonald's you know, uh, yeah, it is. It is too much. And and um, even yesterday, 
you were we were talking about how kids are developing super early. Yeah. It's kind of wild. And that's scary. You know, you have girls with nine years old and they have breasts and they have like, you know. They got a whole woman yeah, body. Yeah, a whole woman a body. Child, like a child. It's because all that food, like the hormones that they have is being pumped into the food. Yeah. And it's funny. It'll let you know. They'll tell on themselves. They'll say, let's say they have a certain special. They'll say, oh, this chicken right here, this chicken sandwich right here is made without hormones. But they have a other foods and stuff like that too. They don't mm -hmm. mention that one. So that's how you know those foods have hormones. So is it difficult like trying to avoid that stuff when it comes to feeding and growing your own children? Yeah, it can be difficult. You know, especially when you have to work long hours and jobs mm -hmm. and then you want to come back and the food that is healthy for you can take a long time, time to make. Yeah, for sure. So that's why sometimes you have to prep it the night before or just things like that to kind of get you there because if you fall into the, you know, fall victim to the 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 ploy, I call it, then you will be much like them, eating the same food, eating the same trash. So what I do, it takes a lot of work, mm -hmm. especially the fun, the fact that I'm the only one who does it. I don't have a team or a party or nobody <laughs> with me. Your wife, so she ain't doing all of that? No, and then still, like, she... You know, like our children, she yeah. watches and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's also me trying to make time that I, you know, me not trying to go over the time so that way I'm not missing, you know, quality time with them. Sure. I'm already missing quality time with them being at work. But then when I have to leave my job on paper, you know, job on file to go to the job that I do outside of my work, it can be a lot. Sometimes I don't come home till like six or seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. Well, they have had a whole day, yeah. and I don't always like that. Yeah. But I do know, like, I have tried to stop before, and then my son or somebody I love would get sick, and I know how to get it, but I just have to go up the hills for it. Mm -hmm. And every time I help them or so, they get better. Mm -hmm. Versus them going to a doctor, a doctor pumping them with this or shooting them with that, mm -hmm. and then it may worsen the problem or cause other problems. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've heard that too, listening to um, other health podcasts. Shout out to the, uh, Sh uh, Sean Stevenson, The Model Health Show. That's my, that's my uncle in my head. But he, um, he talks about how like a lot of medicines will have side effects. And like if you ever, I don't know if y'all still watch TV, I don't. But <laughs> um, I haven't had cable in several years. But the commercials though, I have like uh, advertised medicine and stuff like that. And then at the end, they'll like speed through the side effects. <laughs> Yeah, a long line of side effects. Yeah, and then and then maybe a few years later they'll come back with commercials talking about if you've been if you've been diagnosed with this because you took this medicine, call this and we can help you sue the company or whatever. And that's kind of that's kind of wild. I ain't going. I can't lie. So, so when it comes to like your family, like your kids and your wife, do you usually like do your best to find a more natural resource before you have them take a pill or? A shot or something? <clears throat> I guess, say, for example, if my son, who's nine months now, he's growing teeth. So if, you know, his teeth start mm -hmm. to swell, or the gums start to swell, I mean. They get it fussy. Swell, they get they itchy, hurt. they get yeah. fussy. So versus just giving them, like, the Motrin or whatever, or for fevers or so, mm -hmm. what I will do is I'll find other things. Mm -hmm. Get them catnip, get them um, ashta to help with the teething part. Mm -hmm. So that will help chamomile to kind of relax them. Mm -hmm. But if it continues, then I'll, uh, 
<laughs> you might get a little bit of a, yeah. Yeah. I never give it to him, but my mm-hmm. wife might might give it to him while I ain't looking. <laughs> and is she on like the same page with you with the health stuff, or is she like 50-50 or? 50-50. So, but she do support, you know, like, she'll tell me all the time, I keep forgetting to do, but she'll tell me to just write the labels on some of the things so that way if you are too tired for work and you need me to make you something, or if the children don't feel good and they make you something, I can easily get to it versus asking you, taking a picture, is this mm-hmm. it? So yeah, she helps. Um, Cause she knows like the bad side of the doctors. We've both experienced doctors in a negative way mm-hmm. that kind of shaped our life and how we want to raise our children. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she do well with that. Um, when she cooks, she sprinkles like the Cheney root powder into our food. Or if I have Kelly Dot greens or so, she'll add that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I like I that. With, with tumors a little bit, I'll sprinkle it in and you can't taste it, but I'll be like, mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. So hold on, let me, uh, I just realized, I got water for y'all and I left it in the car. Cool. Okay. So how you know what to do, which went, ah, come on words. How do you know what to do with what you find? Like how to prepare it and stuff like that? How do you how do you learn that stuff? I'll ask you the elders or people that is close in the tribe. Like if I got friends, mm-hmm. like if there's a plant that's indigenous to let's say um, Brazil or Jamaica, because I got friends in Brazil and Jamaica, so I ask them, you know, like especially if I know they do plant. How do y'all typically do with mm-hmm. this one right here? Mm-hmm. You know, or I'll just research. I I that's my first thing I like to do. I like to research it. If I don't have the elders in my community or my family that don't know of it, I'll research it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I'll continue. Like researching is a long process for yeah. me. Yeah, oh, I know. Because if I see different tribes that use it, I go to each tribe and I see how they use it. Mm-hmm. So do you like go like on Facebook and find groups or something or? Yeah, I have done that. Brazil and, and Jamaica. Oh, <laughs> see, well, well, a lot of my friends at the time knew me because of my art, mm-hmm. my paintings, mm-hmm. the visual, the expressionist art that I would do, and they wanted paintings from that mm-hmm. when they saw it. Then I didn't know that they also mm-hmm. did that in their culture. Mm-hmm. So when I kind of shifted my focus on these profiles, because I was known as the artist for the longest, now I'm known as the medicine man and the basket maker, but they followed my work. You know, they saw I did something new, they still follow my work, and then they soon they, I started to see that they knew of those things mm-hmm. and then we end up having conversations. Mm-hmm. We would call each other, have long conversations about just anything. And then they would tell me like how to use them. When I first found Cheney Root, I asked one of my friends, I said, what is this? Is this Cheney Root? Cause I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then like, as, a, as things about it oxidizes, just like um, certain, like the Cheney Root. So when I, when the shovel hit it mm-hmm. and I saw that the color was coming red and I, I had them on the phone, it was like, yeah, that's it. So mm-hmm. easy like that, you know, mm-hmm. that's an example of how I would, or if I was to um, ask an elder mm-hmm. from back home, how they would use sassafras, cause I use sassafras. Mm-hmm. I've heard of sassafras, but I've never, like on TV, I've never heard of it, <laughs> you know? Well, I didn't know that was something you eat, like you consume. Yeah, herb. it's like, a, um aphrodisiac too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the men and women will use it for that, you know, when they want to spark, they love spice into their life or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And they will use it for, it's good for the heart. 
But um, the elders will tell me things like this. They'll say, be careful not to pull it up at a certain time when it's out of its season because it can make you blind. You'll go blind. Hmm? Right. I never find out the truth into that, but I always understood that and I always abide by their rules. Yeah, you like, you ain't got to tell me I ain't got time. Because, no. So, that's a way in itself. Had I not done that, I would have used it the wrong time and then, boom. It could have actually happened if that if that is a thing. Or if that was just trying to scare me. But, most majority of the time when they tell me plant stuff, they tell me things that their ancestors, they, you know, foreparents told them. So, that's how I know about, like, how to use them. And, um, and there's like no other media that you may use, like any books you read or. I when I'm YouTube in the beginning, videos. when I moved back to South Carolina in 2010, I wanted to reconnect with it. So I thought I had to buy books and stuff. I bought a whole bunch of books, and I was studying on them. And then some of the stuff they were saying, I didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. So I said, I can't be debating with books. I'll read them, and the stuff that that were true, I would like underline or keep. But um. Yeah, I didn't do too well on some of the books. There is a nice book in particular. I can't think of the name of it, but it's um, South American. I like cultural books that study the Native Americans or any um, cultural tribe. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to be their main focus herbs, but if they study on them and they talk about what they're doing mm-hmm. and what they're using, mm-hmm. that's a great way of learning right there because they're just going to give you the plain facts. Mm-hmm. If it's about a book, they might try to embellish it or make, you know, mm-hmm. so, but if they're copying the, the lifestyle of a person, watching them do something and writing it down, asking mm-hmm. questions, I like those better. Okay. So those help. Don't exactly know what to call those, maybe like a documentary, mm-hmm. you know, written down or so, mm-hmm. but I like to watch the documentaries too. Um, I also like to look at, sometimes I can find information on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, like di- through different groups mm-hmm. or different conversations like with different cultures they'll talk about like something let's say if it's um harvesting day in their culture mm-hmm. where they harvest a certain plant they might talk about the plant more mm-hmm. um and um yeah that's really how I, I do it i research even twitter i find mm-hmm. conversations that's an interesting one twitter tumblr mm-hmm. tumblr I instagram <laughs> i haven't been on tumblr in a long time either you but Reddit, sometimes, like, when people are, like, contemplating on a certain topic, mm-hmm. I look at that more for just, um, in, I don't want to say insight, but just for, like, notes on the side. Mm-hmm. So they tell me about something that I may know is, is factual, mm-hmm. I'll write that on the side and put a question mark. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of helped me as I go on throughout the day mm-hmm. or go on throughout, you know, my journey. Yeah, that's cool. I, I think um, uh, I think I was watching like a clip from from Joe Rogan's podcast, and there's this guy. I think his name is Jimmy Chow or something like that. But he, uh, when he was young, he went to Africa, I think. And he was with the I forget what the name of the tribe is, but he was talking about how they they forage for everything that they get. They have to hunt and forage for everything. And he said that there's scientists that'll come and steal their poop to like study and stuff for the microbiome. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of wild. I guess because 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 of such a healthy like uh, variety of um, microbes in their gut. That's kind of crazy though, because I because if scientists are going over there to like to study it and, and stuff like that, 
clearly it's it, it you got all these people over here you ain't studying none of us so like <laughs> there's a guy his name is so i think that's interesting though <laughs> that's i like i'm gonna go exactly to the conversation that you're talking about but there's a guy who passed everybody know him the infamous um dr sebi you know mm -hmm. dr sebi and he I talked about the ancient people back in the day like in africa and how they would harvest certain foods mm -hmm. and see back then at the time there weren't too much um manipulation with food mm -hmm. so a lot of the food was carbon based or the word that people like to use alkaline mm -hmm. um to the point where the people would forage you know they would forage for their food and mm -hmm. with doing that so they ate fresh they had mm -hmm. clean diets to the point that their bowel movements were um biodegradable mm -hmm. It wouldn't have a smell or anything like that, any odor. But they would use that <coughs> for um, fertilizing. Mm -hmm. Their own their own feces? For That's fertilizing. Hmm. Certain trees, you know. It wasn't a lot of toxic, mm -hmm. you know, toxicity in their poop. That makes sense because people use animal feces for fertilizing. Now we yeah. can't do that, though. The food yeah. that we eat now, we can't do that. It'll get us sick. We can't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Whatever you eating, you gonna feed back to the plants. Mm -hmm. You gonna be eating that or whatever. Wait, but that's that's interesting though, cause like if we already eating it, like <laughs> yeah, that's like isn't that ironic though? What? We already it's coming from us, but we can't put it back into the ground because it's gonna make the planet worse, and then we are gonna eat it again. Like I don't know, it's just very ironic. We go I through just, a lot of toxins yeah. throughout life and stuff throughout. The day. Yeah. So and it makes it worse when you eat some more. <laughs> so so since you say that, what is like the what the diet and stuff look like for your own family? Well Or is it like you hit or miss sometimes or it's a hit or miss. Like my wife still eats, you know, traditionally, you know, like everyone else. I put at least seventy five percent of forage food into my body. So <laughs> I used to forage all the time. I just recently moved. So I'm having a little riffraff with that because where I live at now, it's not a lot of field readily available for me. Mm -hmm. But there is some things in my backyard that I found, but I love picking like some of those things because I can't find them in stores. Mm -hmm. When we do find them in stores, they're like, buku expensive. That's yeah, true. Well, you mean like in like a health food store? Or health food store, um, chanterelle mushrooms and uh, morel mushrooms can go to like $70 a pound versus me just For picking one up and just finding it. Yeah. Yeah. They're very expensive. Or if it's not that much, you can only get like maybe three or one, two, something like that. You, you can't get like a ton of it. And the mushrooms, what they do, like growing like in the dark or growing to these like little, how do you call them, say, um, like the indoor mushroom people be having, yeah. it's 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 cute, it's it's <laughs> nice. It is at least they're getting it, yeah. but they don't have the nutrients from the sun. Yeah, there's um ah uh, it's it's a company that competes with Four Sigmatic. I forget what it's called. Um, they like make mushroom infused um like coffee and teas and stuff like that. They do like a lot of. Is it like Alexa or something? 
I don't remember what it's called, but uh, I used to work in the, the wellness department in a health food store. And the they would send like, um, I guess like representatives for the company or whatever. And they would explain it to me and, um, and the, the manager, the lady that was over me and over the section or whatever, over the wellness section. And she was explaining how this company was different from Four Sigmatic. And she was talking about how they grow it in the, basically inside, indoors, and like some water. I forgot how she explained it to me. And I was like, that sounds kind of odd, but okay. Like, I thought it was kind of, but she explained, she explained why they did it. But it was, it, that was over a year ago. So I don't quite remember um, mm -hmm. all of it, but that's so interesting though. The yeah. people have figured out how to grow stuff inside in the dark. Science, it's a lot of science, but see when you cover things up even plants indoor plants mm -hmm. when you cover them up they don't always get as big mm -hmm. they don't get to flex their their foliage you mm -hmm. know they don't get to do that and like the sun really charge up certain plants yeah. all plants really they give you minerals give you nutrients us, too. us especially you know so when you don't have those things it's going to be a um imbalance so why do you think that stuff is so important though? Can you explain to, to, to us and all the people who might be Sun? catching this? No, like, um, why is it so important to uh, eat more stuff from the, from the earth, so to speak? It's, it's important because you ended up, you have energy. That's one thing. A lot of people either die from, when it comes to a lack of sleep, so sleep deprivation, when we come from working, but bad health in itself. Bad health can, can be a number of things. It'll cause violence, it'll cause um, mm -hmm. depression, suicidal thoughts, even because your chemicals, you know, hormones are unbalanced. But it's very important yeah, to eat natural because you ended up, you end up, what's the word, I guess? You end up getting all the nutrients that your body needs. If you go to a store and you get those same foods, a lot of the nutrients, a lot of the medicinal properties have been braided out so they can have room for, like I tell you, like the size and for the sweetness if they need to um, embellish some of that and add on, you know, mm -hmm. add on like sweeteners that aren't natural. Yeah. So that's really important. You want to know where food comes from. Food and culture connects, mm -hmm. you know, like going out to get things with people that's how they usually would do it they would go out with people mm -hmm. i mean conversations start stories can bring about yeah. but that's just the culture and you lose that side it's a it's a nice reward when you gather food or plants and then you use it mm -hmm. you know like let's say for example you gardening and you watch that thing grow yeah yes yeah, like a different type of connection a different too. type of connection yeah. same like going i check the field, what I call God's garden. That's what I call like the land around here that I use, but I go and I check it daily. Mm -hmm. I check it, you know, every other day or so, and I get to see something start to a flower. Mm -hmm. Then it'll, the flower will push you out, and then it'll start from fruit. Mm -hmm. And then it'll grow, change colors, mm -hmm. it'll get bigger. Mm -hmm. And then this is just the reward itself of just finally getting to taste it. Yeah. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me of like the growth of a child almost, watching yes. them like develop into a whole human. You like. Except the fact that we don't eat our children. But <laughs> 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 everything else is what I appreciate. Mm -hmm. 
keep talking. I okay. just want to check it real quick. But that is one of my, my main reasons why I would kind of consider, like, I'll push people to eat healthy because you get to live longer. You get yeah. to enjoy things. My granddad, when he left this world, he was still able to walk. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, a, that's real important to me. You can still walk, you can still talk. I want to be able to still do those things. I want to have the best chance of just living, yeah. living my life. I watch a lot of people that I love dearly just die to mm -hmm. illnesses. Now, me knowing what I know, I can help them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what brought me into this. I would probably, or I would, I had to probably lose important people mm -hmm. in order to want to do this calling, to keep people here. I probably wouldn't be able to have that love if I wouldn't have lost people. Same. Let me ask you this. So what you do about, uh, what you do about people who you, or how do you like process seeing people who are, um, to put it bluntly, killing themselves slowly. Self-inflicted. Yeah, killing themselves. Exactly. Oh, but how do you, how do like, how you process that? I have to learn to desensitize myself in a way, not completely to the point where I'm just blatantly disrespectful, uh -huh. but to not invest so much in my emotions. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest thing for me when it came to when I first started. I wanted to help everybody. Yeah. You know, I wanted to try to sell it to them basically without even buying to them, but to mm -hmm. convince and sell it to them yeah. in their mind that it's good for them. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that I had to stop doing that. I had to put a price and make people pay for it because people are more prone to use what they pay for. Now, if they don't, you know what I mean? I, you understand what I'm saying? Bruh. They're more prone to use what they pay for it. And especially if it can be. For the longest. You have to put a price or a value. Yeah. That's really what it is. You're putting a price, but it's really a value. Yeah. You have to put a value on things because it'll make people want to use it. They're not going to just sure. sit in their cabinet and then just have it there for until sure. they move out. Bruh, I'm trying to tell you because people don't. People don't. If they don't put nothing, if they don't invest anything in stuff, people won't value it. And if they don't value it, then you wasted your breath, you wasted your time, you wasted your resources. Fix your oh, fix yours too. <laughs> yours was too. I looked over the inside. It's pulling down. Yeah, you good. But yeah, like people will just you waste your you waste your all of your your your. And that's exactly why this is called quality cup life, because you got to pour into your own cup first, because people will use, yeah. well, it won't, not use you, but like, you'll be spending so much time trying to help people and trying to convince them, and they like, ah, oh, that's cute, and that's cool and all, uh, but you can go about your business, you can get out of my face with that, but that's cool. People are so lazy, they're so lazy, it's to the point where they're lazy to live, and I mean, I'll explain mm. what I mean, but if people, if breathing didn't come second nature to us, people would just be dead. I gotta breathe again. <sighs> Here, you know what I mean. But, but I say that to say like you can't make people do nothing, and to kind of go left again. But I eventually go back to where I need to. Um, I have a book, mm -hmm. two books I'm writing. But one thing that my character says when I thought about you, it was like you have to pour into your own cup. Mm -hmm. Because how you trying to pour in my cup? Where you gonna pour from? Yeah. It's empty. Oh yeah. So you can't pour empty, your cup is empty, you can't pour an empty cup into mine and call it full. Yeah. So people have to 
take care of themselves, make sure their cup is full. I have to make sure that my health is okay yeah. before I try to push help on other people or otherwise I'm a, you know, yeah. hypocrite. And people, I've had people who, they live in the same area or, you know, and they can drive to me, mm-hmm. but they won't do that. Yeah. They'll want me to drop the herb off while I'm going this way or because it's closer mm-hmm. to their house. Or I have to basically ask them, did you get this herb? It's, I left it at my mom's house. Can you get it? Mm-hmm. They won't get it. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I think you made a good point. People are kind of lazy to live, but because um, I think it's very... It's interesting that you say that because I think that's very relevant to like our community specifically, black people specifically. Like we will, some, you know, a lot of, a lot of people on our community probably die from congestive heart failure or something like that. We have the funeral for them and then fried chicken during the funeral. <laughs> at the, yeah, at the repast. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it at the, I mean, but it's just counterintuitive, if, if that makes sense. It's a contradiction. There you go. When I die, before I die, I'm I'm writing, I'm doing the criteria, okay? I'm gonna have it all. I'm gonna have um, the itinerary, what we gonna do, what time we gonna set up, what we gonna eat. Mm-hmm. Everybody taking a shot before they get into the um, the funeral and to the home where they're gonna be having the repast and the, the, the setup. Yeah, they're gonna be taking a tincture shot mm-hmm. of my medicine that I left behind. <laughs> yes, okay. but you know, so you keep your. Go ahead and get your wife the, uh, the labels. Mm-hmm. Keep their health up because, yeah. no, like they'll be sitting there crying. I'm just like, I told you, she was gonna die. <laughs> just to be very blunt. blunt with it, but not blunt in my head. Like I gave you the signs yeah. that she need to take this, she need to take that, and then when a the person dies, they boohoo cry because you. You didn't feel like driving up here to get it for her. You know, I, I don't say stuff like that, but in my head, I'm, if I do say it, I'll, I'll be just, just reckless. But yeah, like I wish people would not be lazy and laziness is a killer for us. I don't know why. Is it the fact that we worked for, for almost 400 years and now we say I'm done and we got this quote unquote permanent laziness or quote unquote, we too chill back, we too chill. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. And uh, to quote, to quote Sean again, um, Sean Stevenson, he on one of his podcasts, he said that people are are uh, they're not living longer, they're dying longer. Like the um, the what's it called? Like the medicine that doctors will prescribe for certain stuff, it will it won't treat the it won't fix the original problem. It'll just treat the symptom. It'll like hide the symptom, I guess. Um, so it'll keep them alive longer, but they're not fully living. They're dying. It takes them longer to die. If that, the way he put it, I was just like, yeah. And it's sad. It's very depressing. But whatever we eat, even if it's a piece of candy, a chewing on bubble gum, mm-hmm. it either helps us continue to live, yeah. or it just kills us slowly. Yeah. You know, y'all on a TikTok timer. Sometime what we eat, just turn it a little more, a little faster. <laughs> but, so, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, oh, you're good. What are you going to say? No, I was curious as to like, so when you out and about or if you see something online or something, like what's like the worst thing you see like 
people may put in their body most frequently that eat most that eat most often oh my goodness it's the seafood and the cheese cheese oh, on this dude, cheese on cheese. that cheese cheese i'm just like oh stop oh, stop it Cheese tastes so good. I just want to go on my screen and just wipe it off. <laughs> too much. Too much sauce. I see that. I see people always wanting to fry stuff in Doritos. I just I want to call the police every time, but it's not a crime, so I can't do it. Um, but everybody always has to put seafood in something. Shrimp this, shrimp that. And it, it just it just be too much. Mm -hmm. But I would have to say see um cheese and bacon. Cheese and bacon? Yes, people put bacon on everything. Bacon, bacon on macaroni. On desserts. On desserts, bacon on a donut. Yeah. I said, what? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say or like seed oils or something. Lord, like, I didn't even get started on that. <laughs> that is, that's a, I'm, see, I'm glad you're right there next to me. That one, that one there is a killer for the belly. Yeah. That canola oil and that vegetable oil. Ooh, inflammation. Inflammation, because it's not really, canola oil go <laughs> online and look for canola oil or go into like like botany or whatever and look at they see like, you can find canola oil yeah, it's, they'll burn every all the every single piece of nutrients out of it and it's not even a it's not an oil called well it's not a plant called canola the plant is a seed called rapeseed oh yeah 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 yeah. from from, from the name of it yeah. don't sound appealing but rapeseed yeah. that's what it is it's like cotton mm -hmm. You know, but they extract this the oil from that. It's the worst. And they process it. It's the worst. Yeah. That and soy. Soy is another one. Oh they, yeah, I know. I heard. Uh, I've heard oh. soy mess with uh, your hormones. It does can, yeah, for men. For men, and they can get like um, what you got, man boobs and mm -hmm. testosterone. Moves. This is a name for it. I can't. <laughs> moves. They get moves. Testosterone levels go down. Yeah. It's yeah. not. They get, they get the hips and all, you know. I believe, who was that? Either Dr. Sebi or Dick Gregory. One of them was talking, and then I started to do the research, too, and they mentioned how um, George Washington Carver, mm -hmm. you know, he disturbed the peanut and all that, and the soy, but he was studying it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. The soy wasn't supposed to be eaten. Mm -hmm. hmm. But it's easy to grow. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. don't have no type of nutritional value. So you're eating blanks. That's crazy. <laughs> eating blanks. <laughs> it's equivalent to that SpongeBob episode when the hologram, holographic meat. Oh, he said <laughs> he was eating like that. It's the same eating. thing. <laughs> it just only difference is we can taste it and we can feel mm -hmm. the structure of the food as we break it down. That's the only difference. But it's it's blank food. Blank. Is soy and blanks. tofu the same thing? Is that the same thing? Or is that something else? Yeah, it's, it's made from soy, and tofu is not good for people, especially not black people. See, understand, like, the diets. People say we are all one. That's a lie, and I probably get canceled for saying stuff like that, but we're not all one. They want to blend us all up together like a puree soup, but mm -hmm. we're a stew. Mm -hmm. We have different things. You have the, the okra, you know, the wild carrots, and this and that, you know, the onion. And they all come together and they make something. When I say that to say black people are not the same as other races. So yeah. we have other diets that we need. Yeah. A lot of us not, yeah. genetically. That's why yeah. you have like a, you can get a blood test. You can see what type of food you should be eating. But yeah, that's pretty crazy. Even like just I, I need to check this to make sure we can be seen because it's 
extra bright out here right now but but even the fact that we can sit in the sun and like not get sunburned mm -hmm. we need a lot more sun and vitamin d than other than people who have less melanin than us because we chill like uh when i was when i was i was i did band for what six years we had every summer we had band camp i didn't need no sunscreen i was cool like i just had like coconut oil after i get out of the shower boom boom go to band practice i was good all the you know all of my lighter lighter colored brothers and sisters would be out there if not for the, the skin be peeling and it's red and it hurts and they get all burned up and i'm like dang i'm good i get a little tan and we good that's the thing about us like we have carbon and people call it melanin mm -hmm. but in science where you know we have carbon Ooh. into our, our skin so that's going to keep us okay and another thing that when i say that we are different mm -hmm. i mean that the fact of our diets we need iron. We need food that has iron. A lot of black people are iron oh, deficient. Oh, you're right, because everybody chewing on ice. There you go, <laughs> there you go, chewing on ice. The big indication where you need chewing iron. Chewing on ice. But a lot of the foods that we had into our, like, um, our mother countries where yeah. we live was full of iron. So we eat grits now, we love grits, mm -hmm. but grits mimic fanyo, uh, kamut berries, where you grind up and it tastes like mm -hmm. a grit. Fanyo. F-O-N-I-O. It's a type of grain, very small, but it has iron in it. Mm -hmm. And we ate that, you know, in places like Sierra Leone, mm -hmm. um, Singo, we ate those things. Um, Congo, I believe they eat that as well too, but we don't have that. Mm -hmm. You know, in America, it don't grow mm -hmm. in America. So we had to kind of push back to something that was very um, similar. similar. Yeah. We saw a lot of um, Native Americans eating corn that they grind up. Mm -hmm. You know, and they would have that a porridge. Every culture has like some type of porridge. So we adopted that from them. It tastes like grits, it reminded them of back home. So mm -hmm. they adopted that into their diets. But by adopting that, we also neglected those foods. So, and I can talk about um, the wild yam too. You know, those foods have some iron in it too, but now we don't have, we couldn't find that. It grows here, mm -hmm. but we couldn't find that, uh, you know, readily available. So we have sweet potato, and sweet potato tastes good, but it don't have the necessary nutrients that we need. You know, what's crazy. I, I think I was telling you this the other day, but I thought that yams, like when for Thanksgiving when they would put yams on the table, I thought they just yams were made out of sweet potato until I worked at the health food store. There's like, there, we sold like four different types of sweet potatoes, but they were like, this was a regular sweet potato, this was a purple yam, this was this type of yam, that type of yam. And I was like, yo, this is a real thing. I was like, what? Yeah, there's different colors. I was like, this is wild. That's kind of crazy. I never knew. So yeah, that's like the diets, you know, at very big, we have to put a distinction on ourselves. We can't wrap ourselves with the idea, that American idea that we are all the same. Mm -hmm. because they end up tricking us or they end up hindering us from doing better mm -hmm. you know equality we should all be the same but when it comes to food <clears throat> we're not even the same quality but we should all be the same in that but when it comes to foods we can't always be the same yeah. we have to put a distinction and we have to um eat the foods that we did like spinach people eat now and it got a teensy bit of iron mm -hmm. but the lamb's quarter and the amaranth high in iron mm -hmm. and it grows out in the wild here but those are the food that we ate back mm -hmm. to the areas that we came from the country that we came from i no, you did not just <laughs>
I got two more questions for you, Jalen. All right. So what what food item or what or herb or whatever do you think everybody's sleeping on, especially people in our age group? Okay, everybody sleeps on cheney root, saw sarsaparilla, because we need iron, and those are at the very top. You know, at the top for iron. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be very sluggish throughout the day. Mm -hmm. We're in our 20s. We're sluggish yeah. for, you know? That's but we point. eat a bunch of starch and blood. Yeah. And I say blood, I just mean like anything will have blood, like, like meats and stuff like that, fish. We eat too much of that. Mm -hmm. And that stuff put a weight on us. Mm -hmm. It's like carrying a trash can, but mm -hmm. putting it inside our belly and just, that's how we do. We just <laughs> <move and> just, <laughs> you know? So I enjoy like just being able to eat food and feel good afterwards. Yeah. Like I be feeling great when I have like sea moss in the morning, mm -hmm. or if I take like this elderberry right here that I harvest, mm -hmm. I make like either. I'm. It's something on me. Just do like this. You got something on your head. But I either make like gel from that, or I make tea from that. Mm -hmm. There you go. From the elderberry. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah, my, uh, right my dad put me on elderberry and he put me on uh, sea moss. And he would make some and then give it to um, to me and my sister and we would put in smoothies or I would sometimes I'd just stick it in the coffee and I couldn't tell. I mean, it was a little bit thicker in it, but I ain't, I ain't tripping. I was like, I'll drink it. I didn't got so no, used to it now. Mm -hmm. I get a spoon. And you just, oh, no, nah, I ain't doing all of that. It's like, it's got like a, like a, like a jelly type of texture. It reminds me of like ocean water. It's not too like like strong, but mm -hmm. it just like remind me of like the ocean. Mm -hmm. It don't sense. smell like turtle though. <laughs> That's the difference. Now if it smells yeah. like turtle, that thing bad. Yeah, yeah. It don't really. Yeah, I don't really have too much of a like a strong smell or anything like that. Mm. And then my last question is. Uh, Did you like me or something? <laughs> my last question is what? What's your opinion on? I mean, you kind of already said. It. What's your opinion on the pharmaceutical? Uh, I don't like how they manipulate people. They have the whole white, um, you know, suit and all and everything, the white jacket, mm -hmm. and they just kind of just scare people with long Latin words. Don't really tell you, but they tell you mm -hmm. what's in the, you know, what's in the medicine. But you don't, you have to look it up, or, you know, spend time trying to find the uh, the root word for this or yeah. the and. Yeah. By the time you day, you didn't buy the thing. Yeah. Didn't nobody about to sit there and buy it. They just get so frustrated, they just buy it. Yeah. You know, I wish people actually know what's in the ingredients. Just like they, you know, question me down about what's in the yeah. herbs they're taking, they should do the mm -hmm. same for the That's, medicine. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Because like I told them about the iron, the iron that they sell in the store is called iron oxide, mm -hmm. you know. But the one that we have, iron fluorine, is natural. Natural, and then it's science. The mm -hmm. science one, iron oxide, what it does is it gives you iron or a type of iron, but in the long run, you're going to be constipated real bad. Mm -hmm. okay. And if you look at that, you'll see sometimes babies are constipated. Or, you know, babies, like, they poop or turn a different color mm -hmm. from the from the formula because it, that's the iron mm -hmm. into it. That's that scientific iron mm -hmm. so my only thing is that they don't heal mm -hmm. for the most part they don't heal they just treat mm 
Yeah. Like you said earlier, they just hide the, the symptoms. Yeah. But that's slowly killing people because they're thinking they're fine. And they're still doing or eating the same thing yeah. what caused the problem. Yeah, but they're not changing. Yeah, they're not changing their habits. They just want to take something to make it go away. Yes, and my, my biggest issue, my second or first, one to two, biggest issue with the pharmaceutical is they make it very hard for certain people to cross over and stop taking the herbs or stop taking the medicine and go yeah. to the herbs because they'll have to wean themselves off for a long time mm -hmm. because the medicine can Oh, your go body gets connect. used to it. Oh, yeah, and see, like a drug. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like a drug. <laughs> but sometimes you can't take the herbs or you have to wean it off so mm -hmm. that way you still have a little bit in you yeah. while you're taking the herbs. Because if you take the herbs and you're on a certain medication, it can, it can, mess, you up. It can mess you up very bad. Yeah. Because what they do is, they're not dumb people. They're very intelligent. Mm -hmm. The pharmaceuticals, they find out about these plants. Mm -hmm. They make synthetic versions of it. Mm -hmm. And some synthetic versions can go against that plant. Mm -hmm. It's like magnet, attract and repel, mm -hmm. the two ends. Mm -hmm. It won't connect. It'll keep pulling and go this way and that yeah. way. But that's what it does. It don't connect to the body. Yeah. It don't connect with the body. Mm -hmm. You have one that's natural and one that has been got to make a recipe for it. Mm -hmm. So that is my one of my biggest issues with pharmaceuticals. And they talk real bad about herbalists. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I think I've heard it. they kind of make it seem like conspiracy theory type. With well, witch doctors or something, we'd be burning at the stake. That would yeah. be <laughs> Burn yeah. the witch. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think uh, I can see why, because some people might go overboard and whatever else, but I mean, I mean, there's a reason why herbs exist, though. And there's a, and like a lot of seasonings in a store, a lot of seasonings are herbs. Exactly. You take those herbs and it'll help you just the same. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what people flavor their food. Well, you know, as long, well, I can't say if you're getting Lowry's or I, I can't tell you what's in there, but that like if you salt, get, I don't do that. <laughs> if you pick up like um, individual paprika and this and that, those are, they just grind it up. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, oregano, like that's the, you, you just grind it up. So that's all that is yeah. to it. And we make oregano tea. Mm -hmm. We use oregano for, for baby baths mm. and for our own baths. Mm -hmm. So oregano is a great plant I love mm -hmm. to use. Yeah. That is, this is my big worry is that the, my only worry, well, my biggest worry and concern is the fact that they, Make us look bad, like, like we're, like you say, conspiracy theories, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's not exactly the case because before they even had pills, because pills wasn't here for forever. Yeah. How else did they have to take these medications yeah. in a liquid form? Mm -hmm. Teas or, you know, um, concoctions. Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing. Tinctures mm -hmm. are a thing. The one that I have right here, they make, some of them time, they make them just the same. Mm -hmm. So for them to say herbalists are, are bad or herbalists, I wouldn't recommend. That is very disrespectful because the men and women who lived in like the Tuskegee area and like even in South Carolina with their, um, with their midwife territory, like in Bamberg and stuff, but they had people from university that came out and studied the um, the medicine men mm -hmm. and the 
you know, the birth workers, the conjure women, they would study them. And then they gathered the information and then they vilified it. Mm -hmm. So hmm. you can't admire somebody in the same breath or a breath of two later mm -hmm. talk about them or make it seem like don't go to that person mm -hmm. because you were just staying underneath them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know humans humans be human in. Yeah, they're fickled. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So so Jalen, any any uh any last encouraging words for uh for the people listening and watching? Um stay who you are. Stay stay weird. If you're weird, stay weird. If you you know, stay who you are. That's the biggest thing that I'm glad I kept. I went on my life, you know, and it <laughs> kept me into a bubble almost to the point when people kind of afraid, you know, to either talk or be friends with me. And I'm kind of glad that that happened because I was able to sift, mm -hmm. sift people mm -hmm. out, you Find know. people who are really here for you. Because yeah. the bad one's going to stay and then the good one's going to go through the hole and they're going to be right down there. Hey, friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get to sift them out, you know, choosing. Because yeah. if you saw me at my worst or what people thought was my worst, or and now you get to see me blossom, mm -hmm. I'll keep you around. And that's why, like, I put all, I put as much, I try to put 100% me in my videos. You'll see me laugh, you see me sing, you see me do whatever. You'll see my music style. Like, I love classical music. I love black classical music. Many Ella Fitzgerald, many um, Sarah Vaughn, you have Fela Kuti, Nina Simone, Lauren Hill. I just like bringing myself in peace. Mm -hmm. You know, the music, before I even get to speak, people get to know who I am. Mm -hmm. Just by that. Mm -hmm. Or people get to see my different talents, my different crafts. Mm -hmm. you know, I be myself 100%. And being that I had to leave my home, my hometown to do that says a lot because now I get the love from my hometown mm -hmm. but I would have never got that and had I not left and figure out who I was mm -hmm. I wouldn't recognize it as love mm -hmm. so that is my biggest thing I push out to people be, be yourself and unless you yourself is trash then change that right all <laughs> go away trash go in, in a dumpster somewhere <laughs> in a I don't mean trash I mean you know if you if you see that some you make some adjustments. That's all I'm saying. Just jokes. So Critique I, yourself. So I have one more question for you before you wrap up. So I can I can see how some people may think like all the herbs and stuff is kind of overwhelming. It's like too much to think about or mm -hmm. um or they may not know where to go to get that stuff. So what's something that you know, that's something you would recommend most people to to use one thing and that's like easily accessible within a health store maybe. Like for something that you may recommend for like headaches or tiredness or uh, excessive hunger, like anything, like this is one thing specifically. Well, I would recommend um, CMOS. CMOS is an appetite suppressant and it gives you energy. So that right there in itself, you can use throughout the day and it boosts your immune system. It helps with um, aphrodisiac properties, you know, purposes. And it's good for cold, you know, help get the flam out your chest and things like that. Good for babies. You can give it to my son, my youngest one. He got it, what, a couple of days when he after he got here. How you give it to them? How you do that? I make a gel. And do what with it? And I put it into their milk. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Okay. While it's liquid, I'll pour into the milk and then it'll, you know, kind of get mm -hmm. thicker. So that's very good to give to a child instead of giving cereal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you recommend sea moss? I recommend sea moss. Yeah, I really recommend that. Sea moss is where it is. They even have delfs, which is a type of seaweed, and then um, bladderwrack, another okay. one. My dad uh, would mix bladderwrack with the sea moss. It's and good give it for to the us. colon. Mm -hmm. It cleans out the colon. It's good for fibroids too. So yeah. Sea moss, you can't go wrong with sea moss. And is it easier to find, like in stores and stuff? Uh, or certain, certain stores? Places. Certain places, but the thing is, there's a big scam, you know, a big scandal with sea moss. People have their sea moss in a pool. You know, it's pool grown for a lot of people. That's the wrong way to do it. That's the wrong way to do it because they don't get the nutrients from the sun, or they, they might get it from the sun because they may have it outdoor, but they don't get the nutrients from just aquatic life, mm -hmm. you know? You it's need- It's like natural habitat. Exactly. This right here is some sea moss. This is how it looks right here. And I can, I can, I can touch it because I rinse this thing about five, seven times before I even use it. But this is how it looks. This is real sea moss. Hold it, that's how it looks. Now, once they be seen sometimes, it look like big um, fat gummy worms. You ever seen them before? Like if you go look on, on online or order it, you'll have tons of salt and it'd be real thick and swole up. That's not the kind you want. If you can't see rock pieces attached to it, it's not the kind you want. Cause it's not real. It's not coming from a, a place of, of water. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not coming from the seven seas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's what I recommend, but it's important to have iron too. So I recommend, you know, maybe boiling sauce sarsaparilla and then putting this with it. But Jaylee, where, where, where are we gonna find the sarsaparilla at? You can get that from a actual um, health store okay. or herb store. Okay. I, I kind of trust that a little more mm -hmm. versus getting that mm -hmm. from there. This right here, you will probably have to find a nice um, supplier mm -hmm. from an area. I know some people online on Instagram will sell it. So I get it from them. I know a girl on Facebook. She get it right in Jamaica, Ocho Rio, Jamaica. While she's walking, she'll look at it and she'll see it on the, on the shore side. And she'll grab it. Or she'll go like to the water edge and she'll get it. So I try, I like to get it from her. Cause I know it's real. I had shrimp poop lining in mine one time. I was cleaning it that she had. And I just laugh and smile cause I knew that it was um, from a place of nature, a place of natural. Where can people find you online? Online, they can find me at Jayism on Instagram, J-A-Y-Y-I-Z-M. And that's just, you know, the three parts of my name, Jay, and then ism is just the practice of being Jay. So that's just the practice of being me, you know, an art form itself, which is why that's the first thing I tell people to do is to be themselves. You can find me on Facebook at Jalen Gordon, um, first, you know, with the sign, and you'll see my work there. I do a lot of work on Instagram. I talk about the herbs, I talk about the basketry, and every now and then you'll see me paint and sketch, because that's my first love that I used to do that and writing, but you don't, you're not going to see me writing for the most part. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you will see me talk about just the art of foraging and the art of basket making. You'll see me in the woods a lot. Ask a question and I'll be glad to answer.
Um, if you need anything far as some of the wild things that I, I wildcraft, I do sell those things. <laughs> I do sell them um, sometimes, and if it's a if it's a rush or it's very important, you know, I'll, I'll get to them. You know, like emergency cases, I'll, I'll really push to sell certain things now, but kind of taking a little break. Okay. See, I got a break, but I got something to do tomorrow. <laughs> a class tomorrow. Okay, cool, cool. And you know, uh, go ahead and hit subscribe on wherever you at, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitch, whatever you watching, listening to this on. Um, and we'll, we'll catch y'all later. Bye.